All right. Welcome, everybody. This is the Joe Danier podcast. I am Joe Danier. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, got a lot of stuff accomplished. Um, you know, the, these weekends have been interesting because I, I've dedicated to cleaning up some of my environments and making the areas that I have to work in a little bit more friendly to what I want to get done. And, you know, a lot of what we talked about last week I'm doing in my, you know, my personal life so that I can be a more effective, I can take on more projects, I can affect more people. That is the overall goal, you know, for me. Um, you you really don't, you, you kind of take for granted in spite of having environments that are not productive, how much we're able to force through and still get stuff accomplished. That's like one of the most uh, complimentary things about human beings is we can adapt and we can win no matter what. The problem is that when you have so many things working against you, you spend so much of your energy on fighting against things that don't have to be there that, you know, when you look at the end of the day, like those battles were noble, but what did you win against, which was electives. And if you could just remove some of those elective things from your world, you can reuse that energy in things that are, are worthwhile a little bit. Uh, think about it this way. Like when I was going through my nutritional phase where I was trying to figure out how the body operates and giving it what it's used to or what it needs or what it requires, um, you know, the body fights a, a lot of its food that you give it, right? It, it, you take in food and it has to combat some of the stuff like, you know, the sugars that we give it and even the toxicity of just some of the things we eat. So what would happen if the body didn't have to fight the food as much and it could use its energy into things like cell repair and, and building things and, and whatnot? So that philosophy was that, you know, when I'm walking around my living room, how much of my energy is fighting against stuff that's elective? You know, how many times am I leaving chocolate cake uh, in, in an area where I'm eating and it becomes an elective and a choice that didn't have to be there. And then I have to, you know, tell you the audience how I fought against a, a, a choice that never should have been there in the first place. And so that's what uh, I did this weekend. And, and a couple of, I do my best thinking when I'm kind of wandering around and I'm just, uh, you know, doing my thing and, and listening to music uh, and getting environment straight. I'm a minimalist. So I work best when the slate is clean. Like I like having things around that give me reminders, but then it gets to be too much. And then I start ignoring uh, some of the the calls that are in, you know, my, uh, my area. So I might have a, a, a sticky note on my computer that tells me to do something. And I have a calendar that's beeping and I have reminders that are dinging. And then once it gets to a certain point, my, uh, my brain starts muting things and, and, you know, checking things out because it just gets overwhelmed. And so I have in a minimalist, I, I take down some of those screamers, the ones that aren't necessary, so that I could really pay attention to the ones that do matter. So you'll see this theme in all, all of my talks where, you know, I, I make my environments very productive for the things I want to get done. You don't know how many people I knew. I thought it was silly where you create a house and you decorate it and, you know, sort of orient it for people that visit rather than you who have to work there. And I always thought that was a little bit of a shame when it's supposed to be your tool shed. I mean, this is where you get your life done. And I don't care if getting your life done means enjoying time with family, right? All the tools of enjoying life with your family should be prominent and decorations for how other people would feel about you or judge you need to be, you know, as minimalized as you can possibly get because it shouldn't even be in your tool belt. You should not freaking care about other people because none of those people are there going to be helping you build up your life right? Or repair your life. They're just not going to be there. So you need to build it around you because you're the powerhouse. So when I was walking around this weekend, I was thinking about some contradictions. And I, I even floated this question a couple times on the radio show and on some social media stuff, which is, um, you know, waiting versus persisting, right? 
Um, I find myself waiting more than anything else. And it is the biggest annoyance in my world. So I have to do this one thing before I could do this other thing. And so I'm sitting there freaking waiting or I'm waiting on a person or I'm waiting on a phone call or an email or money to come in or whatever. We spend so much of our time waiting for one thing to happen. So the next thing is able to happen. Now, the key to success is persisting through all of the afflictions, all of the, you know, obstructions, all of the frictions that are created in your world, that's persistence. But these two things, I think the persistence is we tolerate staying in the game because we say that's the key to success. But at the same time, we end up then tolerating waiting on things to happen. And I am not a patient person, right? I do not like to wait. So my garage is a good example. I've got shit in my garage that doesn't need to be there, but it's kind of stuck there because I don't know what to do with it. I can just throw it away, which that's my natural tendency is that, I need to throw shit away and that's the easiest way to deal with it. And if I never need it, if I ever need it again, I'll just buy another one, right? Get me to the point in my world, my financial life where I could just buy stuff and throw it away, buy stuff when I need it and throw it away when I don't need it anymore. And I will be a happy dude because then I'm not contemplating like, hey, there's this thing that has $200 worth of value. If I had to buy it again, let me store it somewhere. Fuck that. I, I hate storing all of this shit because I just get piled. It gets piled up on top of me. But it's, it's unhealthy for me because I get into that, you know, do 1% towards it. Like, so this weekend I went out to the garage and I spent about a half hour, uh, 15 minutes of it was my, my sort of my, my hands on my hips. Like, what the hell am I going to do? All this stuff is weird. It is not easily categorized. It's not easily put in its, in its basket. I'm great for compartmentalizing, but these ones don't fit anywhere and it's pissing me off. And so, um, so I just started moving shit around, right? I started taking like some fold up tables and stacking them and, and putting similar things together. I wasn't really making any progress at, at making less of anything, but it, it started to click in my brain things that when they're properly organized together in like piles, then some ideas come to mind. And so that sort of like, you would never have the idea if all your senses were telling you all you needed to do was practical, practical would be eliminating things. And I was doing no elimination. So my practical brain was screaming, like you're wasting effort. You're not getting anything done. You're going to, they're just, you're moving this over here and it's not really doing anything. But then things, tumblers in my brain started snapping into place. And I started having ideas of what I could do with it. Even if it wasn't missing, gone, stored, whatever, all the, all of my objections, if, if we didn't do any of those things, like, selling takes too long and storing takes too long and throwing away, uh, you know, seems like a waste. And so I got all these stupid weight objections and I was like, okay, well I got to put some new ideas in there because just objecting to what I want to do with everything makes is making me stand in the middle of the freaking room and is not making me have any progress. And so I have to come up with something I do want to do. Stop with the, I don't want tos. And, uh, and, and, and I, there's no moral to the story. Like really the only uh, part that I got to this weekend was I, that I moved and grouped things differently and I felt differently about them. I walked into that garage thinking that there was the next time I go out there, that it's going to be a little bit easier to decide what it, what it is I want to do with something. And if it means dragging a freaking dumpster up the driveway and taking these piles and just throwing them in there and making them disappear, I am not opposed to that. In fact, that is right. What I hope ends up being the best idea anyhow. Um, but anyway, these, uh, that contradiction is what, what, what ended up leaking itself in, into my brain because I tell people consistently, stay in the game, right? The goal with all of this is to keep playing. 
And the minute that you allow yourself to check out, then you're going to be starting again from scratch in the future. And we don't want to go through and end up starting the same game over and over and over again. Let's not give up any of the progress we've got from now and continue on. While at the same time, I want waiting to annoy the shit out of you so that you end up doing what I did, which is making some kind of effort towards it, even if it's backwards effort. And see that contradiction? Backwards effort means that um, I was progressing to sell stuff or to take it to a storage unit or whatever. And I backtracked now because I don't want to do that shit anymore. And now I just ended up creating more piles, right, than, than I did before. But I, as I explaining to an entrepreneur this last week, I am the type of guy that if I witness myself him hawing and wasting too much time, and so I, I bought a house, my first home uh, that my wife and I purchased had a front porch that was deteriorating very quickly. It had, you know, boards that were, you know, had chunks taken out of them and beehives in it and uh, termite damage. And it just wasn't, it didn't look good. It didn't feel good. And I knew it needed to be replaced. I was like, maybe this year I'll do this. Maybe this year I'll replace this board. Maybe this year I'll paint it. Right. And I was him on. No progress is actually going to be made. So I got pissed off one day and I went down to uh, Home Depot. And I bought a bunch of four by fours, like probably, you know, 12 footers. And I cut notches in them and I leaned them and bolted them to the roof. And I tore the shit out of my porch. I just tore it down. Right. And then my wife didn't know I was doing it because I didn't know I was going to, I was doing it. But when she came home, the look of terror in her eyes where Joe just came home one day and decided to do a, a deconstruction process where I just ripped a whole porch out. Now I had no choice, right? I had a, le a roof that was being held up by a bunch of four by fours and nothing else. Like what now my, I made it super easy. What's what, what is the next thing? So I went and bought some decorative pillars and I, uh, I bought some uh, railings, porch railings, and I erected the most basic porch ever. I mean, and, and to this day, when I drive by that house, I still see my porch standing, but in comparison, Right. It didn't take a whole lot. It, it took probably a fraction, a tenth of what I thought it was going to take once I embarked on that process. And that was really good for my psyche because I solved a problem and every bit of me would have objected with it until I just dove in and, and got things started. And I began to trust my ability where, you know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't trying to avoid those things because I was lazy. I was avoiding those things because logically they, the tumblers didn't make sense and I, I couldn't you know, completely waterfall the decision makings to an end result. So I was stuck. I was paralyzed. So that's where we find ourselves when we're in that contradiction of we don't know what to do. We can't make any moves because they don't feel like they're ending. Do I want to sell it? Do I want to store it? Do I want to throw it away? I don't know. Right. But one of those is going to win one of these days. And I have a favorite. If you interviewed me with nobody else in the freaking room, that's what I would tell you is that I want to throw this shit away. And then I want to find enough prosperity in my world that if I ever need any of that shit, because I will tell you, I, I, I ran this uh, back, you know, maybe 10 years ago, I did this experiment where I was going through a bunch of technology uh, baskets. Everybody has these cables and cords and uh, expansion cards and, and little, you know, uh, little technical gadgets and, and whatever. And I just accumulated baskets and baskets and baskets of these things. And every time I go through them, I'm like, oh, you know what? I know I, I might need this one day. Here's the exact situation where I think this might come in, into play. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I've got 12, you know, of those big gray totes that you find at the, you know, the Walmarts and the Targets. And I had those filled. And I was like, here's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit. I'm going to sell 10 things out of here. And I'm going to throw everything else away. And if I come across something ever in the future that I need, I'm going to use the money from the 10 things that I sold to rebuy it. How many freaking things have you think that I've had to rebuy out of those totes? Zero, zero things. No things came out of those baskets. And so the the, the moral of the story is that we're, you know, if, if, if I love preparing, but if you're preparing for a, bot, a lot of things that have a percentage chance that are in single digits or even, you know, decimals of, of percentage chance, you are going to accumulate and hoard a bunch of shit that is going to basically uh, collapse on you cover you, paralyze you, and you won't be able to do anything. So here's my suggestion is roll up the dumpster in the driveway, take a couple of low-hanging fruit, sell some so you have maybe a couple hundred bucks sitting there, and then take my advice and just rebuy that shit if it ever comes down the pike. And uh, and, and and I mean, again, I, it, this was this was an easy one because I'm, I'm personally going through it. But a lot of what I do is just me talking to me. So my podcasts and my radio shows and things I do on social media, a lot of those posts, a lot of people say, you know what, hey, is he, is he talking about me there? No, I'm talking about me. Like this is me having a public conversation or argument with myself. And I use the spoken word, me saying this shit out loud so that after these shows are done, I come to terms with a lot of the stuff that I'm juggling in my own world. And it makes a little bit more sense, but this is my audible way. And then you get to listen into my craziness and maybe pick up some pointers here and there. All right. Till the next time on the Joe Danier podcast.